So we're doing it. We're hitting the big question. Is screen time wrong? And should I be letting my kids do it? Up next. Hi, this is Krista from the Moms Find Truth podcast, where Christian moms can deep dive into finding the truth, specifically God's truth for our families. Together, we can face the difficulties that come from walking a different path than most of society. So let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. All right, all right. So I kind of asked that question tongue-in-cheek a bit because there are just so many topics nowadays, especially in the mothering realm or the parenting realm in general, that not only have people developed such intense opinions on, but have even gone so far as to say, I don't just have an intense opinion about how this goes with my family. I've decided how it should go for everybody's family. And if you don't agree with me, you're wrong, and I don't want to be your friend anymore. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? I'm right. Well, on that note, I would like to state my opinion very emphatically. The only things that we can know to be wrong for everyone are the things that are written out in God's Word. For all other areas, if the Holy Spirit is telling you or your husband or your family not to do something, then it would be wrong for you to go against the leading of the Holy Spirit. But that does not mean that it's now wrong for everybody else. Now, don't get me wrong. If there is an area that maybe the Holy Spirit has told you you should not do this or say this or be a part of this, whatever that looks like. One, you need to listen to the Holy Spirit. But two, if the Holy Spirit has brought up concerns, reasons why this could be problematic, and you have a friend who's going to do it, I believe as a good friend you would communicate those concerns. Iron sharpening iron, a friend looking after another friend. But if that friend disagrees with your concerns or decides to do it anyway, or the Holy Spirit's leading them in a different direction, you communicate and then you leave it alone. You do not need to try to become a replacement for the Holy Spirit in that friend's life. You do not need to be a Jiminy Cricket sitting on their shoulder. So having said all of that, if someone is saying to you or on a video or podcast or blog or whatever, that screen time is wrong, that screen time is bad, it's ludicrous. Let it go and move along. I'm not saying that that influencer or friend doesn't have any good things to say, but on this topic, they're out of line and inaccurate. They would have no way of knowing on the topic of screens what God is placing on everyone else's heart. Now, again, 
the Holy Spirit might truly be leading them not to use screens. And they should 100% follow through on that. Also, the content on screens has the potential of being wrong in areas that are laid out in Scripture. So the things we fill our mind with, whether it be via screens or books or images or the company we keep, Scripture lays out some guidelines for that. And the content of screens can go against those commands by God. But the use of screens in general does not. So now I'm going to come off of my soapbox and stand again on solid ground. Okay? We're done with the preachiness. And now it's time to get into my perspective on screens. Some A perspective that my family has found a great deal of joy and peace in. And I'm giving it to you. And the whys behind it. You take it. You mull over it. You listen to the spirits leading on your heart, your husband, y'all's hearts, and you make your own decision. Sound good? All right, let's get into it. So in my mind, if you've been listening to me very long, you know that uh, I have done a lot of research in the area of diet and health. And so analogies to me tend to go down that pathway. So in my mind, I tend to view different activities that your children can be involved in as a diet. They're non-food physical diet. And if you under the column of nutrition or nutritious food could be activities such as outdoor activities or reading books, playing family games, like-minded socializing, so socializing, making friends with like-minded families, traveling, really just conversations in general, learning that strength of communication. Now in the junk food column would be screens. I mean, there's so much that kids can learn from so many different activities that as long as it's wholesome and like-minded, I there's really not many ways you can go wrong, especially when your kids are really young. They will be learning skills and brain development and creativity and all the things from so many different areas. But screens, not so much. Now, there's a lot of people that say, well, there's educational things you can watch. Or, you know, they can learn, if they watch, a, you know, a fictional story, they can maybe learn some storytelling. And I'm not saying that that's not true. But I think we need to do some comparisons. And it, that, that would kind of, to me, be like saying, well, if your children ate a box of candy that's carbs, that could give them energy, temporary energy, anyway. And that's true. It is. But if we look at other nutritional, even, even other carb sources, we could find things that not only give as much energy, longer lasting energy, 
but also don't have as big of a crash afterward, don't rot out your teeth, impart a certain level of nutrition to your body. So if we're comparing the two, can we dig around and find a pro over here? Yes. But is it trumping the pro over here? No. And the same thing, can you watch educational material on a screen? Yes. Could you not only become educated, but also learn new skills and um, independent play and all of the things and attention span growth and all of the things from reading a good book? So again, it's junk food. It fits in the junk food column because again, when you're comparing it to the nutrition column, it doesn't have the socializing aspect. It doesn't have the sun or exercise or dirt. It doesn't increase your imagination significantly. It does not help in self entertainment. It does not grow skill sets. It does not help with communication. It does it. And really in the area of education, as we've already said, it, compared to the things in the nutrition column. Screens are subpar. So if we then look at it as junk food, there have been seasons in our life where we have eliminated all junk food. When, like literally, not just figurative screen junk food. I'm talking about actual food that you consume. <laughs> We have, in our family, had seasons where we've eliminated all actual junk food because we had health issues going on and we were trying to heal and resell the gut and remove anything in inflammatory and make sure we were getting in as many nutrients as possible and yada, yada, yada. Also, there have been times in our home where we've eliminated all screen use. And that could be because we saw attention spans were suffering or we wanted to focus on learning a new skill or... Um, it was, there's been a couple times that we've removed it for a short period of time in unison with removing all treats in order to help uh, learn gratitude and contentment if that was an area of struggle. So if we view it as unnecessary and junk food, there are times when you might benefit from removing it, even just for a temporary time. And that's okay. There are also times when we have leaned more heavily on actual junk food, such as you know, holidays, or we're going on a trip, we don't have access to a kitchen, or mommy's sick, and easy convenience is what we're leaning on. And there's also been times that we've leaned more heavily on screens, such as a difficult pregnancy, or a newborn phase, or mommy's sick. <laughs> I think I'm seeing mommy as a running theme here. And so I, I hope you can kind of see what I'm showing you is that if we view it as junk food, I'm not trying to tell you how you should view actual junk food or screen time, but it helped me to see it differently because I do tend to be a very black or white, right or wrong type of person. And if I saw any negativity in something like screens, I had a tendency to just try to take it off the radar. 
And there was a time that I, I tried to do that with junk food. And if your family, again, if your family is feeling called to do that, that is very doable and you should, you should pursue that. But it wasn't the Holy Spirit telling me to do that. It was, I see negative. It needs to go away, all the way away. We're not touching that anymore. And that, that was not, that was not spirit driven at all. And so I've had to learn flexibility and moderation. And that is what we have found to work in our home. Not to villainize it, but to still recognize that compared to all the other activities our children could be involved in in that moment, this is subpar. So if we're wanting them to engage in that, we need to keep that in mind and that will kind of naturally temper how we approach that activity. But then for those of you who are like me and it's kind of all or nothing, you're probably sitting there thinking, well, if there's zero nutritional value, nutritional value, and all these other activities would be much better for my children, then why are we keeping screens on the, the radar at all? And I think the same question could be asked about junk food. Because even though when we go to places for a birthday party or for holidays or whatever, junk food is occasionally consumed by my children. It's still not giving them any nutritional value. It's still potentially inflammatory in some areas. Why are we allowing it at all? And I think there's two main reasons to answer both of those. And that is, it's fun. For real junk food, it tastes good. <laughs> and then the second reason is it can create memories. So, for instance, on for Halloween, now if my children were having still having health struggles, that has to trump. We would not be consuming any Halloween candy. I would be trying to make some homemade treats that would be supportive of their health journey, but their health would need to come first. And so we would, we would be skipping the candy. And it, would be a bit, it would be a bit of a bummer, but we need to prioritize what we need to prioritize. But because they're doing well, and all of our efforts have strengthened their immune systems and healed them of their issues, we decided this past Halloween, we decided we'd do a trunk or treat get uh, family-themed costumes, enjoy all of the fellowship, play all of the games, get candy at each station, build the memories, the festive time, the things we can think about and talk about later, the pictures we can look back on with joy. And then they could have, at the end of the evening, they could choose one piece of candy to have. And then for the next two weeks, after finishing their morning chores, they got to choose one more piece of candy. And then whatever was left, at the end of those two weeks, we checked. And so that was a way to find that middle ground. We don't like what junk food does, will eventually do to our children's body. We want the majority of what they consume to be nutritious. But we also recognize that there is a pro in the idea of just the special time that it can create and in the memories that it can make. And that is a reason to allow it even 
if just minimally, into your lives, in my opinion. And the same thing can go with screens. Every Saturday night, as an example, we have a popcorn smoothie movie night. And that's something that I grew up doing and now have continued it with my kid. And so every Saturday night, you pick a movie together that we're all going to enjoy. After all the work's done on Saturday, we sit down, I make popcorn and a smoothie. We sit down, we watch the movie together. We not only are excited about that night each week, but the a lot of the music on my iPod that we listen to throughout the day is from fun movies we've seen. Uh, a lot of the quotes and things that we talk about are movie references. And it's just a, a fun shared experience that creates a lot of good memories. So all that to say, I do not believe screens are wrong. I believe that there are more productive ways to spend our children's time and more beneficial things they could do. But I do believe that just for the, the joy and memory factor, if at all possible, there is a reason to keep screens in the mix as well. Now again, if your child is having attention issues or they're struggling with their attention span, or they are taking screens for granted and whining when you say no to having a screen, or the spirit's just laying on your heart that it's not what your family needs right now, then maybe that's a no for you. This is not laid out in scripture, and so it is a very personalized decision. But I hope this analogy has helped to kind of level the playing field a little bit. The same grace that we often give in the area of jump could be given in the area of screens. But if your children's day is very screen heavy or junk food heavy, this might lead you to think, well, maybe I should cut it down and focus more on the activities that would be productive and that would add more nutrition to their life. And I would strongly encourage that. Considering the pros and cons, I do think screens should be minimal. But then the biggest question I get is if you significantly cut down screen time, now you got time. It was screen time, and now it's just time, just empty time. What do you do with that? And I would like to direct you to a video I just posted on my YouTube channel that goes over the non-screen and inexpensive activities that legitimately fill our day. In our household, there is not a dull or down moment. And there's very little screen time during the day. And so I would encourage you, if that is your concern, to go check that out. And then also, the last resource I want to give you before you go is... Um, one thing, if you, your family feels a peace about having some screen time in your life, your kids' lives, you still want to be very careful that is content that they are consuming. And you want to be very careful with where it is leading them, in their mind and their heart. And so movie selection 
is very important. And so I would also like to direct you to a link below to my movie store, which is just a list of movies that my family has developed a lot of memories over, and I believe to them they've made a positive impact on our home. Thank you so much for listening. That's all I've got for today. I'll see you next time. Well, thanks for listening. You can hear more from me on the Moms Find Truth YouTube channel and Instagram pages. Also, join the Moms Find Truth Facebook group because I would love to hear from you too. Until next time.